Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Yes, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's the Prof of the Barn yes. celebrating Christmas all afternoon. Lots of Christmas miracles happening in the studio. And there's a lot of love in the room. For those of you playing at home, the air, con- air conditioning is still not fixed. And I'm very, very hot. And I have I've lost my shorts. The top is next. Uh, now, if you missed the first hour... We had a cracking first hour. We talked a lot of summer solstice. Mm. Um, Brooksy got very worked up about this whole getting rid of Illawarra in the St. George Illawarra Dragon's name. Um, made a bit of a fool of himself, to be honest. Uh, and then uh, we were asking people what your team needed or wanted for Christmas. The responses came in thick and fast. Just a reminder, we are giving the best response this afternoon. Uh, two tickets to the Sydney Kings on Christmas Day to sit next to Gibbo and his two friends, uh, which... <laughs> It's going to be an absolute delight, Gibbo. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely right. I could um, we could bring like a wife sort of swap thing as well. If oh, you what, mate, mate? No, no, no. Why not wife swap? You like don't a have a wife. Me. You okay? A couples me. Couple, but you're not swapping partners. <laughs> no, no. We That's what a wife that. swap is. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I just meant like a, we could. Sort of do a little mingling. We could have some fun <laughs> afternoon times on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, uh, not like that. No. But that's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'd start that way. Yeah. Well, sounds like the start of the worst Netflix Christmas special ever. Uh, no, check, you try it. Over time. Check out the Run Home <laughs> podcast for more stuff like this where Gibbo's creeping mm. people out. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or where all good podcasts are downloaded. Coming up on the show, as I said, Michael Carianis from the Daily Telegraph, who broke that story on the St. George Illawarra Dragons name today. And also we're going to be chatting to Match Mitch Ebia from Sportsbet for a market update. Uh, just a reminder, give us a call anytime, one 1170 or text us on 0457-736-736. Our, uh, well, our Instagram this afternoon, well, it's mine. It's at the Professor J. Roch. <laughs> um, so I'm actually running a poll on there on this St. George Dragons name. What should mm. the Dragons do? St. George Dragons, Southern Dragons, Great Sydney Dragons, or forget new name crap and try to make top eight. Uh, that's at 78%. Really? Yeah, that's winning by a long way. Wow. So get on there and have a look at Professor Jay Roch. On that topic, actually, we've got a text here uh, yep. from 676. Boys, in regard to the name change, uh, is it time for the Dragons to try another saint? St. George has had its time. Maybe St. Michael or St. Luke. Give them a crack. Boys, so St. Michael, obviously, Michael the Archangel, guards the gates okay. of heaven, uh, fought against Lucifer in the angel battles. Um, if they can't uh, hurt, so Luke, well, they, I don't know what he did. They could do anything. They mm. just they got to try something. So Michael yes. had a good defence. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, Brooksy. I was thinking maybe um, we've seen success in the French league. Uh, Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe. 
maybe they can get bought out by Paris Saint Germain. That'd be good. Oh yes, that'd be good. Illawarra Dragons. Sorry, a dog just wandered into <laughs> the studio. Um, what is that? Gibbo? Is that it's a Gibbo. Sharpay? What are we looking at there? Uh, oh, that is a Sharpay, yeah. Um, is that your Sharpay, Gibbo? Or? Killian and no, Sharpay. No, not, not, not my Sharpay, <laughs> but I think they must be doing tours like a sort of Like a dog, dog tour. tour. That's yeah. great. Oh, dogs, dogs get tours in this place, do they? That is, <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, work experience is over. That was November. And yep. then December is random dogs around Just walking the through. The, I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, now, Big Bash is in full swing. We've had 10 matches. Oh, of, and how? Yes, BBL 12. Um, the Heat defeated... Sorry, the heat went down to the Renegades last night in an absolute uh, – it was a barn burner, wasn't it? it? It was a great game. Heat got eight for 137 off their 20 overs. Which um, from the start we were like, is that enough? Is that going to be enough? Because you, know, uh, you know that Geelong ground, uh, not the longest boundaries in the world. So, you know, is 137 going to be enough? Then the start of the Renegades innings, Professor, it had us all up and about, didn't it? Well, Michael Nessa took four wickets very quickly, uh, including a hat-trick. Very close to a double hat-trick. Yes, very close. You were up out of your seat. You thought it was. Yeah. Centimetres from the stumps, is that what you... I, mate, I, I look at it in millimetres, being the old carpenter that I am. I talk about mills. You do? Yep. Uh, yeah, that was that was so close to a double hat trick, uh, which you very rarely see oh, ever in cricket. Very rarely, and I mean ups and downs in cricket, swings and roundabouts, as they mm. say. A few balls later, uh, Dre Russ puts the hat trick ball onto the roof. Yeah, this this made Geelong me a bit Stadium sad, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I love to see a, a ball go uh, square of the wicket, high and long. But um, a tradition with your with your hat trick ball, I don't know when you got your hat trick. How many hat tricks you got, Professor? Uh, I have none. Do you want to talk none. about your hat trick? I don't. It's not about me. When his dad, uh, his dad was umpiring, and it was three LBWs. It wasn't in three LBWs. It's just the last one. And yep, keep going. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, but the tradition is you get the ball mounted. That's a that becomes yes. part of your trophy. Yeah. Your hat trick. Now I don't know if they've dispatched someone to the roof. They would have of uh, the stadium there. Um, I will say this, like he was bowling well, Nisa, and that, that boundary, short boundary and low stadium roof. Yes. So did we work out which way that pitch was running? It was north to south. It was. Thank you, Gibbo. So very short boundaries down there Yeah. in Geelong. I think it's, it, when it's, when you're north to south, your square leg boundary is about 16 meters. Mm. Give or take. Um, now the Andre Russell innings was a sight to behold. Is there anybody better in T20 cricket in the world that when they get firing than Dre Russ? Then oh. Dr. Dre, it's <laughs> mate, it's magic. Did you make that nickname up yourself? No, it's that I wouldn't that would have been a Howie. I don't no. sit at home and write <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um, Dr. Dre last night, six sixes helped him bring up his fifty. And they weren't little sixes. No. No. They, they were enormous. There was at least one lost ball. Uh six six of the best you'll see. Absolutely. Well, a couple of times, um, BJ, Brendan Julian, yeah. thought he'd skied them. Oh, it's gone straight up. Gone straight up, but gone 250 metres west. Short boundaries, once again, coming into play there. But um, it, it was a scratchy start to the innings, too. It was. Like, very first ball, he looked like he was he was done. That's right. He, he swung and he missed. And, um, I mean, but that's how he plays. Plays by the seat of his pants. Mm. Um, and just, it's, what I've noticed with him is it's like, Two strokes, like as in two defensive strokes, and then I swing. <laughs> Gibbo. <laughs> Mate. Two strokes, two then strokes, swings. And then the professor method. Swing. <laughs> At the basketball, if Kev wants to come. Yep. Uh, <laughs> now, Finch Finch was, as we said in here, the anchor. So yes. he played a different role. Often Finch will be your 
your big hitter, your man that goes out there swinging as hard as he can. <laughs> but last night, uh, Gibbo, you were saying they interviewed Dr. Dre, Dre Russ, after the game, and he said something on this? Yeah, he said, just let me go for it, big boy. That's essentially what he said to Aaron Finch. And Aaron Finch is, instead of opening, which he normally does for Australia and for the Renegades, he's moved down to number four. So he's able just to anchor that innings, which is a real T20 buzzword. And he did that last night. I think it was his strike rate. It was like 48 off 60 balls, something similar to that. But he got them home in the end. And there was some big hitting as well by some of the other players in the Renegades. And it's exciting for them. I'm sure the people of Geelong are just up and about for this. Well, they'll be up on the roof trying to retrieve yeah. uh, cricket balls. And about to fall off, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it wasn't just uh, Dre Russ that put one up there. I think Will, um, Will Sutherland put a ball on the roof of the stadium as well. His first ball after that wicket of Hussain. It was like, well, they they could be back in. Nine off seven required and then doosh. I think the roofs at Geelong should be raised. Yeah. I think it should be looked at. Um, I think they should. Raise the (laughs) roof. Raise Raise the the roofs. I think. And do. I think think they're too. I've said that for years, haven't I? With with the cats playing down there. How many Sharons have gone on the roof? How many? Constant. This is this is pretty much winter. If you went up there, you couldn't see the roof for the see that roof. See another Sharon on top of it. It looks like the the grandstands underground. Now, Bunny, you and I have worked on uh, geez many BBL seasons, and Mm. I have to say, for many years, the Renegades were the butt of a lot of our jokes. Yeah. Um, Obviously, perennial wooden spooners, three in a row, uh, and now three in a row. On the good side, winning three in a row to start the season. Yeah, they they only managed three wins last BBL season. So by my count, that means they're done. Um, oh. Bet <laughs> against them for the rest of the BBL season because, uh, yeah, they've had enough. Now, David Saker is uh, leading. He's their coach now, um, who spoke very well on the boundary. I don't know if you saw his interview during the game. You always speak. Well, well, they asked him. He, yeah. he, he could run the Toastmasters we send Jerome That's Luai That's a great too. idea. David Saker walking Jerome Luai uh, through what to say at baptisms. Coach. Yeah, I love it. Um, so they asked him, what, what do you say to Dre Russ? Mm. Uh, he said, well, you know, what, what do you say? So, yeah. Classic. <laughs> classic. It was ask, good. It's answer a question with a question. Oh. It's, a, it's a classic technique. Absolutely. Now, uh, so we are 10 games in. To, yep. And I believe the Big Bash now is 480 games for the season. So after 10 out of 480, Barney, uh, the strikers are on top. Mm. Three from three. You've got your Melbourne Renegades, uh, three from three, and it goes down from there. Melbourne Stars, Perth Scorchers, Hobart Hurricanes, Sydney Thunder, Brisbane Heat, and then your stinking sixes, mate. Uh, they'll come good. They will come good. I have uh, every every faith in my sixes. Um, I believe that they, they're playing tonight. They are playing they? tonight versus the Hurricanes at the SCG. Oh, um, home game, mate. Good luck. Good luck. Well, as we, as we said that. yesterday, they have a very formidable batting lineup, mm. the Hurricanes. I'm going to say arguably the best in the BBL in the last 20 years. Is there, better, than, going for 12. Is there a better bowler than our man Socky on the SCG pitch, though? Yes. That's his home pitch. He knows what's going on. He buried stuff under that pitch. Is that true? Yeah, in the old, what's yeah, he buried yeah, under just, there? Just little, like, keys and stuff that he can hit so they can – the ball does weird things. He knows the lines. He knows the lengths. Socky's, Socky's – Well, I hope Socky gets a start. He didn't get a start against the Scorchers. Yeah, no, that was in Perth, though, on a, uh, a bouncy pitch. You're not looking for – that was that, – that, Is that I why thought, they sat him? I thought that – I thought he'd been naughty again. I was like, no. He, did, he does have a bit wrong. of a pass with the <laughs> – WA crowds and that's what we at PM uh, Premier. We were chatting yeah. to Sean Abbott yesterday, mm. and uh, we were saying, you know, what happened when he tried to get off the plane? Was anybody there to meet him? 
Um, McGowan's hit squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is because of, you know, famously last year, was it all the year before? Last, last year. year. Um, he was interviewed, Stephen O'Keefe, about the border closures. Mm. And what did he say about Mark McGowan? Uh, un- unkind things. He did. So he made it best summed up. You know, and it was sock trying to be funny, but you know how these newspapers run away with things. Oh, I thought you were going. I thought you were going with. You know how it is when sock tries to be funny. <laughs> well, what, People sat, get hurt. They do. I've sat across this desk from him numerous times and gotten quite hurt. Um, now, Brooksy, we uh, that's that's our uh, big bash wrap. There. Are we um, a chance of getting our man Michael Neeson? We promised him. We plugged him on earlier. Are you are you having trouble trying, tracking him down? Tracking him down. Yeah, he's, he's probably fine. a very popular man. They've just flown back into Brisbane from Geelong. He's um, probably, as on the you phone know, Avalon to Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> anything can happen. So we'll wait and see. What did you do post your hat trick when your dad rigged it? Did you celebrate, mate, with your dad because <laughs> he rigged celebrate. it? I believe I uh, I may have got a uh, uh, like a a creaming soda uh, <laughs> on the way home, and uh, yeah, maybe even a chocolate bar. Just a little bit of uh, at a boy. Do you reckon that's from what? Big Steve that's what Nisa would be doing. Star cricketer son. And he let be... me tell you, my older brother in the team didn't get a hat trick. Didn't I? Don't think he even performed that day. He might not even got runs. Um, he he just had to sit and watch me enjoy my creaming soda. <laughs> your <laughs> old man didn't get one for your brother. Sodas are for winners. That's I've <laughs> met your brother, and this is why he has a real disdain for you and your family. Does he oh. listen to this show? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Merry Christmas to him. All right, let's take a break here, Gibbo. We'll be back. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. It's the Professor and Barney this afternoon, and we are all about Christmas cheer. Gosh, there's some good good feelings, good tidings in this room, isn't there, gents? There's that little group jingling. hug we just did. Was wonderful. Mm. Um, you're going to make some eggnog soon. What's happening here? The eggnog is uh, is on its way. I uh, I'd left the ice cream because we're making summer summer eggnogs, yes. which uh, involve a bit of bit of egg, bit of nog. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's in the mix. Pineapple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is it? Surely there's pineapple. Please, there better be pineapple. <laughs> uh, a bit of Bailey's and and uh, some ice cream. Wonderful. And uh, I left the ice cream out to soften up, and turns out. Uh, with no air conditioning, uh, doesn't need as it doesn't need yeah, your traditional right. softening okay, up. So now period. you're trying to refreeze it. Refreeze it for a bit. Now, uh, Kev's written in here, Barney. Uh, boys, I missed the last ten minutes of the show, but apparently my wife is very keen to attend the basketball with Gibbo. Yeah, <laughs> strange. She's never shown interest in the basketball before, Gibbo. Mate, so if she starts yelling, uh, box out at the low post, Kev. You, uh, <laughs> mate, you keep her away from Gibbo, mate. <laughs> We're going to leave you out. It's basketball no, time. You're out there on your own on that one. <laughs> hey, um, Barney, what were you saying Kevin during the rebound. break? What were you, what were you, <laughs> 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 Mate, let's just enough basketball chat. We've had people saying too much basketball, which is yep. never the case. <laughs> hey, um, what were you, you were saying in the break about a mate of yours? Yeah, so a mate of mine is, uh, he's got a young family. He wants to get the kids a pet for Christmas. Um, and he was asking about the greyhounds as pets. Uh, I know Joel and Fletch have been running that. So he was asking me about it, and I'm behind. I'll be honest, I'm behind on the podcasts. I haven't listened to them all. Uh, I'm up to August. So uh, I said, August look, I'll good. ask Brooksy. I'll <laughs> ask Brooksy what this greyhounds as pets is about. And um, my mate, because he's, he's keen to get a greyhound, he's heard they're good dogs. 
um, to get for young families, especially they haven't got a lot of room. Um, and he's heard the greyhounds when they're not racing, particularly lazy, which uh, appeals to him because he's a pretty lazy bloke. And uh, so, but one of the things he wants to know, so Brooksy, can you explain to him what the greyhounds as pets is about? And also he wants to know from our listeners what they should call it. And uh, you know what? Best name wins uh, two tickets <laughs> to go to the basketball with <laughs> So we did a and, show. And Kev's wife, <laughs> apparently. At the start of December. Hello. We did a show. <laughs> go, go, Brooksy. Go, Brooksy. Go, Brooksy. Give me. So at the start of December, we did a show out yep. at Greyhounds as Pets New South Wales uh, where they had a mission to try and uh, find a home for dogs. So they called it the Nine Days of Dogmas. How good. And we profiled That's a few great. of the dogs. There was a dog called Hadley. Um, Fletch had a bit of fun with that. I'm really? sharing the name with a broadcaster. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Sir Richard Hadley. <laughs> Sir, Sir Richard Hadley. Yeah, he yeah, does yeah, yeah. Uh, SENNZ. Yeah, yeah so, good. He does so, the late yeah, but, overnight shift giver. Yeah, so it's been, people have been texting in about um, there's listeners that have greyhound um, greyhounds as pets already. Oh, no. Nice. Some people were. Um, well, text in if you've got yeah. one cause, and give my mate some recommendations of what he can expect. I've looked exactly. up some funny. Uh, greyhound names. These are ones with dogs that actually compete. So oh, how good. Uh, Bark Twain. Oh, that's what I was going to go with. Using puns of famous names like Bark mm. Philippusis, Buff Lehman. You could do Wolf Lehman. Wolf Lehman. Hey, that's yeah. very yeah, good. Yeah, nice. Um, Kanye Westy. What, oh, what? I don't know about that one anymore. Why does that one work? Notorious D.O.G. That's, oh, that that's a good one. Pretty good. That is. Just be careful. That uh, doesn't. Oh yeah, early and, demise. Uh, little bow wow. Well, that's just. Yeah, that's just a person's name. Uh, uh, <laughs> any of the littles work. Yeah. Um, uh, pork chop. Sir barks a lot. Sir licks a lot. <laughs> Snoop doggy dog. Well, that's again subwoofer. Subwoofer. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> subwoofer. That's, not that's bad. so good. That's not bad. I like subwoofer. So let me get this right, Barney. The person that writes in the best greyhound name mm. wins tickets to the basketball. With Gibbo. And Bring Kev, the dog. And Kev's missus. And Hello. <laughs> and the dog. And the dog. Um, all right. What are we doing here, Brooksy? So do you guys have what do you have a dog? No, I, no, I don't have a dog. Our um we um <laughs> oh, here we go. No, I hope my son's not listening because all he wants is a dog. But we we <laughs> We travel. Greyhound is pet. No, no, no. We, we, yeah, we, my, come on. As my wife is from a foreign country, and uh, Scotland, and so we have to go back there a lot. And it's not. We don't when, think. When it's, was the last oh, that time wife. you were back there? Well, COVID, mate. <laughs> so it's been about ten years. <laughs> COVID, mate. So obviously you can't. It's not fair on dogs to leave them at home mm. when you're away for a long time. So we're doing the right thing. We've got sea monkeys in our house. So. Mm. Which I thought I didn't realise sea monkeys were a thing, but and I don't understand how sea monkeys work. <laughs> so you got them. We've got sea monkeys. That is my son's pet, and yeah. they these things are growing at an alarming rate. And they I don't do they get too big for the bowl? I don't know. Right. We feed them. The sad thing is he bought the sea monkeys after the pet rock died. So <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking child a proper pet. These are proper pets. And you know what? We went away for a couple of weeks and they died. And so, <laughs> now listen. And so then we didn't, we just left This is a Scottish trip. No, I don't, no, we haven't been back there for 10 years. Um, and we, um, I then just didn't touch them for a week. Boom. More <laughs> sea monkeys. So they, because they hatch out of the eggs, the eggs sit dormant. 
And I tell you, these bloody these sea monkeys are going at it in the tank. Henry keeps asking, why are they wrestling? They're not wrestling. Henry. <laughs> is this – I've never – Sea monkeys. No. Is we, this a mad thing that people are – parents are getting their kids as pets? No. Like we have to do parents. it. parents. No. <laughs> have you got oh, – you got a dog, don't we you, got a dog. We got a dog. My, uh, my youngest son, Ted, uh, it's his dog, and the dog is named Bill. Um, so Bill and Ted have excellent adventures. Oh, very good. <laughs> like, very you, good. you have never seen a kid who likes his dog more than this kid. He uh, will drive around the neighbourhood and he'll spot someone, one of the, the local people from the neighbourhood, and he'll, he'll say, oh, yeah, that lady there, that's, um, you know, uh, Barksy's owner. Like he knows all the dogs, but he knows the owners. Oh, he doesn't know yeah. the owners. Mate, you should have seen him during COVID when we were in lockdown. Um, we'd go up, his older brother and I go up the cricket nets and he'd walk the dog up there and you just sit and watch him like just approach other dog owners to talk to them about their dogs and you'd see them try multiple times to get away from this 11-year-old kid who's just... You know what was a big thing during COVID was people that would had one dogs would get two and it's a thing that has continued on and I think the perfect partner for Bill would be Subwoofer. And I think (laughs) Subwoofer could be a greyhound. So Lower the kennel. Put it in the back. <laughs> I can see things really happening there. Do you, Brooksy, have you got a dog with your new partner no, in your apartment? This is a perfect time. We're thinking about it. The place that we're moving into is probably a bit small at the moment, but we will upgrade. Not for a greyhound, mate. Greyhounds don't need a lot of space. Zoomies on the balcony, yeah. No, it's an option. I live yeah, next I think to we're get a bigger place two and... French bulldogs for a long time. Um, and they were great apartment dogs. We never heard them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because you, you're the kind of guy who would mention if you'd Ooh, heard him too. If I heard a dog barking, there would be a, <laughs> shut your dog up. I would be like that. It was a whole season of our cricket show. We got updates, regular updates on your I have a real uh, habit of living dog. next to people that have dogs that they just let bark 24-7. Mm. And honestly, if you've got a dog and it's barking, stop it from barking. But what, what name would you like to hear? Them, them call so you could yell to them because we need people to text in. I, my mate needs dog names. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Text in your best dog names because um, you know I, I, I had a mate who um, who had a dog named Jacques. Um, he used to take it to the. This is good. He used to take it to the dog beach uh, in just in the harbour in Newcastle, but um, it, it, it was quite good at swimming out, but. He found a few times calling his dog Jacques oh. and calling the dog Jacques, Jacques. Oh. at the beach. Yeah. Uh, it did cause a bit of trouble. Um, we've got one here. Sherlock Bones. That's from Mike. Oh, nice, Mike. That's not bad. Sherlock um, Bones. Mary Puppins. Mary Puppins. Mary Puppins. Right, That's yeah. from 069. You've got to leave your name if you want your tickets. Uh, Groucho Barks. <laughs> Again, no name. <laughs> Let's take a break. Yes, Professor and Barney here for your run home this afternoon, thanks to Hyundai. Uh, it's getting warm in here, boys. We're pushing 40 this... degrees. It's, I don't know about you, I uh, the player comfort on this side of the table is not great. It's um, getting very, very sweaty. Sweaty, your texts are coming in. We're asking for the best names for a greyhound. Barney's friend is thinking of adopting 10457. 736, 736. You got a couple there, Barney? Yeah, I've got Barky Bark and the Funky Bunch from Fainty in Newcastle. That's good work. Nothing but a hound dog from <laughs> 641. Um, a greyhound dog, uh, as it were. And uh, who's this? Bark Raven. Dog's Brecky. That's not bad. Bark Raven. Humpy the dog. Humpy the dog. 
<laughs> you know, my, one of my uncles, in that, when, my, when my sister first uh, was uh, introducing her now husband to the family, um, we used to have a regular Boxing Day thing at one of my auntie and uncles and they had a dog named Ralph. And Ralph's favourite thing was to, uh, to just to, to mount the leg yeah. of my now brother-in-law and just um, make him feel part of the family. And it was the greatest thing every Christmas. Yeah, we had a dog growing up. Uh, that used to do that, used to just anything that moved. Um, now, and we had a cat growing up next door. The cat's name was Mr. Belmonte. And my neighbour would get upset if you didn't, if, if I just go Belmonte, she'd be like, mm, Mr. Belmonte. And to you. To me. I'm like, well, what's his first name? Lundy's Steve Belmonte. Yep. Julius Caesar. <laughs> That's, a great That's pretty good, Lundy. <laughs> oh, Lundy, that. you could find yourself sitting next to Gibbo. Oh, that'd be good. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Gibbo? Hey, because he's a funny, very funny man, is Lundy. He oh, is. I'd Would like you to like know... to meet him? Yeah, absolutely. Just see what he does all day. Lundy, can you text <laughs> him? Just listen to the radio, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you have a wife that could sit next to Gibbo? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, my boy's dog is Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Choo. Shark Shano says that. Uh, Sarah Jessica Barker, that's very oh. good from Eels mm. Mars. Because they do have a long nose, the greyhounds. And what, what are you saying? <laughs> Just, Mate, that's, that's not. Matthew Broderick's wife. That's not. She's a pretty lady. You stumbled across a story, Barney. I have, mate. Now, while we're on Christmas presents, a lot of people this time of year think, you know what, it's a good Christmas present is there's always that one in the family that wants to get fitter. Um, so, you know, you look at your subscriptions. Are you familiar with Peloton, Professor? Yes, the Peloton bike. And yes. there's other Peloton, yes. Peloton treadmills. Yes. So basically it, it got massive during uh, during lo- global lockdowns. But what it is, is you're, you're on your, your bike, your Peloton bike, and you've got your screen there, and you, you're basically virtually part of a class with people from all around the world, um, which is great. Do you great get abused fitness. by motorists? You don't. Oh. Uh, which is, it, so I mean, it's not... I think the you have reals. to pay extra for that in okay. the app, that feature in the app. Um, and just hearing each other on your left, on your left. And then then you take the screen off and go down and make yourself a coffee in your clippy right. coffees and okay. pretend, you, gotcha. <laughs> pretend you're there. But um, so Peloton are having problems at the moment. They're pledging action. Uh, there's been real controversy. Um, taking action against accounts being intentionally created with inappropriate content, in- including explicit imagery in the profile picture. So apparently, um, a lot of people you get. So if you if you're part of a group, you can request followers, or you can get follower requests. And um, so you know, people will go, "Geez, I like the way uh, the professor, Big Jr. Uh, rides. I'd, I'd like to see if I could pace with him." Um, so they yeah, right. they request to follow you. Um, some of those people, their profile pics are um, uh, well, they're using adult imagery in their profile pics. Uh, has anyone... This, Mate, this is from Reddit. Sick. Have you got any shots there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you on the Reddit. Reddit. Uh, if is you go it? to the Reddit uh, r slash Peloton Cycle Reddit page... Oh, that's disgusting. Um, you can, where you can report the get racy on, on images. <laughs> um, has anyone else seen seen spam users? I just got a notification today that I have a new follower, one uh, user wrote. The profile is a nude girl and the bio is a link to her online spaces. Uh, what are online spaces, Kibo? Oh, it's a mythical thing, Barney. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not sure that we can go into it now, though, but later on I'll tell you yeah. all about it. Are we so, talking OnlyFans? Maybe there's a link to... So I, I think that might be what they're talking about. Might be about. Swish. 
Yeah, it could be swish. Swish, yeah. <laughs> swish. Um, several users, uh, users said they've had the issue. I got one too. This lady uh, said she had a whole TI something something S out. I don't know what that means. Uh, didn't think nudity could go in a profile picture. Um, and another user wrote, my husband got two naked lady requests today. None for me though. <laughs> so <laughs> love a house where people keep score. <laughs> Peloton, I didn't know it yeah. was where dirt bags went to. Hang out. Right, yeah. Yeah, Global. so if you're looking for a Christmas gift, that sounds like a cracker, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a two-in-one. My wife has been asking for a Peloton bike for a while. Has she? Yeah, but I'm obviously too cheap to get one. Imagine <laughs> imagine <laughs> Professor getting one. He'll be fit in 15 days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you looking for... <laughs> Did you see the quads on the Professor recently? <laughs> He's had a Peloton for Peloton. four days. <laughs> 24 hours, mate. I'd be going up and down the Pyrenees every single day. Uh, Lundy does have a wife, Gibbo. <laughs> That's there you exciting go. news. So, save one the, of us. They, save, save the seat next year. Oh, here we go. We've got more names for the greyhounds too. Yep. Uh, Lick Jagger. I don't mind that. <laughs> Mutt Damon. Oh, that's good. Shut up your bloody dog. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I call it. Yeah, yeah. Or St. George of the War of Dragons. Ooh. Ooh. Shots fired, oh, 909. Because they're dogs. <laughs> I get it. That's great. Um, wolf, Wolf. Oh, well, that's... Gavin, uh, Gavin <laughs> from Penrith oh, suggested Bark on. Simpson. Hey, that's not bad. Mm. That's not bad. All right, keep them coming in. 0457736736. We want your greyhound names. Let's take another break here, Gibbo. We'll be back with more. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. It is the Christmas special for the run home with the professor and Barney. Barney has just walked into the studio with what appears to be eggnog, Bailey's and a blender. Is this? Yes. Is it time to make the almost? I just got to run and grab the ice cream, professor. Okay. Um, this is good. This is very exciting. It is so exciting. If you're sitting at home and uh, you know you're feeling the Christmas cheer. Can you give them a recipe for eggnog yeah, that you can, just, so that they can make it at home as what well? What you'll do is grab the, the Paul's eggnog from the supermarket, oh, okay, which is what I've made. done. And on the back, it's, it's so summer eggnog. What you need, you need uh, some, some of the eggnog mix, uh, some vanilla ice cream, some Baileys, and uh, grated nutmeg, um, which is the only ingredient I don't have. We're a bit short on nutmeg. Oh, to pop on top of the eggnog, mm. that's a shame. Now, the uh, names for the dogs are coming in thick and fast. Where We were asking you to text us a name for uh, a new greyhound that one of Barney's mates is getting. Um, Arf Vader. <laughs> that's pretty good. Olive, Olivia Tutin John. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, well hung cyclist sixty nine. <laughs> oh, that's your. Uh, <laughs> that's a Peloton like, account. <laughs> snuck in there. I, I like Daisy's. Daisy's uh, suggested you could name the greyhound Jamin Salmon. Um, unfortunately, you'd end up with a well, a dog that can't keep its food down. It'd be weak gutted. Um, that's true. Um, somebody's done my face. Imagine when you cheer at home. Okay, what? we won't do that. I've got one here from uh, the great Spud Carroll. Really? He's texted in the uh, Nathan Gibbons text Hello, line. Spud. Uh, bark off. Bark I like off. It. Bark. So, what is that? Is you that... know what, Spud? I think you're going to the basketball with Gibber. <laughs> On Christmas. That'll be good. Sit next to Spud. Um, we got uh, what about Brian Fletcher or – sorry, Brian Fetcher. That's not bad. That's pretty or good. Or Joel Canine. <laughs> oh, wow. That is very good. You haven't put your name in. 
So send your name. You might be in front here. You might be going to the basketball on Christmas Day. And am I right in saying you are going to take a full Christmas ham? Is that right, Gibbo? I'm going to take two. I've got this new recipe that I saw on Instagram. But, yeah, I'm taking two Christmas hams. Fantastic. Uh, Hopefully some pork as well. That Christmas ham's what he calls his take home. what he calls his calves. Have you seen them? They're popping, the Christmas hams. Christmas hams. And then some pork later on that night. <laughs> All right, Greg from Blacktown's called in. You there, Greg? Yes. What do you want? A name for dog? Yeah, you got one for us? Uh, Claudia Sniffer. Oh, Are you a hoops guy, Greg? <laughs> Did oh, you just God. hang up on Greg? Did he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so Greg calls in for the quiz yes. um, quite uh, regularly. And the boys, mainly Fletch, will hold Greg on the phone asking him about his dinner, what he's having, what he puts on his pizza, how, when does he eat his apple because he eats an apple. Right. So is that why Greg so gets off as quick as he can? Yeah. <laughs> he sniffed it so and he did, got off quickly he before just, we could. He wasn't just scared to win tickets to the basketball with Gibbo. He just was like, I don't need to spend Christmas with Gibbo. I'm out of here. So that was six seconds as well. That that is one of the records. All the hosts have this competition, and you guys, you guys are coming in pretty pretty quick. As in, who can have the quickest caller? No, who can have the longest call with Greg? So Fletch is oh, out in wow. front. Summer drive right now, six seconds. Okay. I like uh, the suggestion for the uh, the dog name. Brett from Busby suggested downward. Oh, uh, downward dog, dog, dog downward. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's very good. Uh, have you got another story there? Do you want to do this one here, Barney? Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> no, not that one. Definitely not. It's Barney, Christmas, just read the headline. It's Christmas, mate. Priest close to Pope Francis accused of inviting two nuns to take part in the Holy Trinity. Read that one. Text That's in if you want Barney to do that one. It's a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. 0457 736 73. You got another one there, Barney? I thought I did. Uh, let me uh, look at this. This Brooks one is... here. There's this one here. Yeah, this one here. Uh, Nike exec. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Brooksy, what are these stories? What are you're these printing stories? On? So he's in the company. How do you get a company gym? Is, is SEN got a company gym? No, because we uh, well, maybe if the execs uh, hear what goes on in company gyms, we might get one. You are, are you asking that with a straight face? There's no aircon. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm just saying when they hear what execs, what happens to execs in company gyms, the the policy might change around this place. Nike exec caught getting oral from subordinate. In company gym, and oral, I'm guessing is a just. It's a, a dressing down. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> chat. It is just uh, orally. Uh, Brooksy, what are these? The what websites are you on to get these stories? Anyway, go to do the story. Here we go. So uh, Nike execs. Uh, <laughs> oh no, this is would get sloppy drunk and prey on subordinates while the company ignored their complaints according to an unsealed gender discrimination lawsuit against the sneaker giant. Well, there was more than one Gibbo, type of sneaking I've, going I on. I think you, I've found a new company for you to work at, mate. <laughs> Based on the Christmas party, keep going, Gibbo. The, I mean, <laughs> this is during business trips, male executives would get sloppy drunk, put their arms around female subordinates, the, lo- the lawsuit stated. Other women were invited to work dinners with higher-ranking men who had hopes of sleeping with them, the lawsuit alleged. This is this is disgusting. Um, Go on though. One woman wrote in the surveys: Nike was just a giant men's sports team where favoritism prevails, and females couldn't possibly play in the sandbox. They got a gym in a sandbox. This That's is bullshit. Great. You know, wait, wait a second. They're not letting the ladies play in the sandbox. No, it's, mate. You, what year is this? I don't know. Um, so I guess, I mean, the slogan fits, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. 
Mate, the the one I was the one I thought this is the, some police news um, in New York. Um, where's that? Where's that story, Brooks? If we if we got that, we can bring up two uh, two. Um, well, I think they're called cadets there. Two recruits at the New York Police Academy have been uh, stood down um, after. Um, well, let's just say uh, one of them maybe bought a house. They were in the they were in the toilets. There was two of them. I'm thinking one of them probably just recently bought a house and was feeling sick. Um, but they've been stood down because this male officer and this female officer were caught uh, doing um, – well, making the beast with two backs in the <laughs> – in the, in the toilets. Now, do you, as – Carl like, You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're two, two adults, consenting yeah. adults. Do, do – does this matter? No. Uh – Wait, are they on duty? Can you do that on duty? There's well, so, so many things you can't do on duty. I think that <laughs> I don't know. They they were in an ongoing relationship. Oh, well, fair oh, come so on. they joined Let the department go. in July and Together. were both assigned to the day tour. So mm. yeah, they were oh, spotted wow. leaving. I'd take that tour just quietly. Okay. <laughs> Mate, you said to me, you sent us a list of ten stories, right? Yeah. And you printed off five, and the five you printed off are all just absolute filth. What happened? Did you sent? There's a good one. That, oh, here we go. Let me do this one that you sent. Fourteen-year-old yeah. boy impaled. Oh God! Through the neck. It's okay. By javelin in freak accident at school. Disaster struck when a student threw a javelin that ended up piercing at another boy's neck, going in one end and out the other. You got to see the photo of this. Um, so basically. Javelin, as it happens, they're throwing it, and um, a kid threw it the wrong way, and it went through a kid's neck. But the amazing thing here is, look at that photograph. The kid is just sitting with a javelin through his neck. That, that's a that, how. What, what age are we talking? That's fourteen. A, fourteen, mate. I've got a fourteen-year-old kid. It is hard to get them to sit still under any <laughs> circumstances. <laughs>